Howdy and welcome to the Confidence Through Health podcast. I'm Jerry Snyder. As an elite level athlete, owner of All In Health and Wellness, and author of the book Confidence Through Health, my goal is to help you achieve your goals and dreams using health as the conduit to get there. So I want to take a minute to thank our sponsor for this episode, Luna Juice Bar. If you are in the Waco area, stop by Luna Juice Bar or check out their food truck at the Magnolia Silos for your healthy food, your juice, your smoothies, everything that you need to get your body heading in the right direction from a nutrition standpoint. Check out Luna Juice Bar. The link is on my website, confidencethroughhealth.com, or you can go to lunajuicebar.com to look at the menu and order online as well. So thank you to our sponsor, Luna Juice Bar. Howdy, welcome back to the Confidence Through Health podcast. In this episode, I want to talk a little bit about Thanksgiving uh, for those of y'all in the States that are checking this out. Thanksgiving is upon us and it's typically a time when uh, most Americans gather together with family members and uh, in, in reality, eat more than you should in both a single sitting, but also in an entire day. Um, most of us go overboard. Um, granted, there's a few uh, pockets of the, set of the population that understand how to do it properly and um, will manage to eat the proper amount. But most eat way too much. Most overindulge on not just the sweets afterwards, you know, your pies, um, your cookies, but just over and overeating just the simple basics of your turkey, your ham, your vegetables. Um, and what's odd when I even say overeating vegetables that like that, that could even be a thing, but for one day, the portion sizes that we tend to eat on Thanksgiving far outweigh the amount that our body can use and process in a day. And so what happens is we wind up storing a lot of that energy for future use. And I think I've talked about this before in other episodes about the intake of energy that we consume through food. We have to use that in a certain time period or it's going to get stored. And we need to do that on a regular basis. And unfortunately, and it's sort of laughed about and it's sort of made fun, poked fun at is a lot of people, especially guys, you would see pictures floating around Facebook or Instagram of, hey, we just had Thanksgiving dinner. Now the football game's on and dad or grandpa or whoever is asleep in the recliner because they overate. And so their body put them into a, literally put them into a food coma and they went to sleep. Um, and then what's happening during that time period is your body says, you ate so much, you consumed so much. I have to spend so much energy in the digestive area of your body in the digestive system that I have to shut down the other systems. I have to put you to sleep to handle the amount of food that you consumed. That's exactly what's happening. And so as your body is then digesting that food and sending all that energy into the digestive system, it's saying, well, we're not using it anywhere else, so we're going to store it. And so that's how you wind up 
gaining weight at Thanksgiving. The dangerous piece of Thanksgiving in, in that overeating piece is not so much just that one day, which is dangerous, but it's what it triggers in your body. If you do that and then you go back for leftovers and you go back the next day and then, you know, because most of us tend to take it as a four day weekend. Schools are out. We're with family. We travel somewhere. And so, and then it's, you know, it's shopping, it's doing all those things, prepare for the next holiday that's coming. And you start baking your Christmas cookies and your treats and all those things that weekend, that Friday, right? We start doing that. And so then we've done in our body, though, is we've triggered it to say, we're going to consume a huge amount of food. We're going to start storing that food. So then your body gets into a storage mode. So one of the biggest things you can do is make sure you eat the right amount. Portion control. Even if you're just going to sit down and eat pies, and that, that's fine. I, I often tell my uh, clients that I, that I coach on nutrition, like, hey, Thanksgiving is a day where you can go and enjoy it with your family. It's not about sticking to a specific meal plan that day so much as it is knowing the boundaries of what you can and can't eat and consume and not going overboard. Because while I firmly believe that we all should be sticking to a specific meal plan for each person, not one for everybody, but everybody has their own meal plan that works for them. And when you find it, you need to stick to it. A lot of the things on the Thanksgiving menu on a, in a typical household are not on anybody's you know, ideal meal plan. It's not necessarily what the body wants. It's turned into other things that the body doesn't want. Because quite frankly, if we didn't slather things up and make them greasy and make them oversweet, we wouldn't eat them because the body would say, we're done. We're full. But because we've made it into this huge deal where we see families overeating and we, we have done that on TV where we've got this huge spread of food to make it. And so everybody thinks that that's how the way their house has to look. It doesn't have to be that way. You can stop it and change it in your house, your household, your family tree. You can stop and change that. It doesn't mean you don't have to, you know, you're not eating turkey or you're not eating. You can still have those things. But if you know to eat them in the right portion, you're not going to trigger your body to go into that fat storage mode. And the, the, tr the, the really tricky piece of that fat storage mode, as I was telling somebody earlier today, is that if you trigger that right now, for, for those of you in the United States, for those of you that are um, in the, you know, heading into cold fall, winter time periods, what happens is even though we don't hibernate as a species, you know, we don't go and, and get in a cave like the bears do and hibernate or like some other, some other animals do and, and, you know, and, and go to sleep for three months. We can trigger that kind of response in our body in that it's colder. And one of the ways to heat your body or insulate your body is to have fat. If you have fat, you tend to be insulated, right? That's what one of the things that fat does. It's, it's a protective piece for organs and for your body. So you have to have some fat, 
because it's protective in nature. When you have too much, then you're insulating too much. And your body thinks, I need to store that much because I'm getting ready to go hibernate. If you're going to eat that much, it's thinking there's going to be a scarcity of food. So I need to store it because I'm going to need it to keep me warm because it's getting cold. The temperature outside is getting cold. We grew up ancestrally, not having central air and heat, not having all these things. Our bodies are still, that's still so new from a way that our body thinks subconsciously at the cellular level. Those things are still so new to us that we don't act accordingly. We still act just like you've probably heard that you have the fight or flight response. And most Americans right now are still in the fight or in the fight or flight response. They're in that all day long instead of coming out of that because of stressors and different things. That's a whole nother episode. But with the energy that we're consuming and being stored, it's being stored because our body is thinking, oh, if we're going to eat this much right now and we're not going to have a big energy output, like we're not going for a big long run or we're not going to go play a pickup game of you know football or basketball for an hour and a half. If we're not going to do those things, then our body's thinking we're eating this much now because we're worried that we're not going to have food in the future. So we're going to store that to be used later on when we don't have any food. And so it's, it's thinking of it as sort of that hibernation mode of like a bear will eat up, eat up, eat up, eat up, eat up everything it can to the last second before it goes in that cave and hibernates. And then it goes to sleep and it doesn't eat anything. And the only way it stays alive is that it burns the fat that's it's stored up. It burns that fat to keep its body moving. And then it, you know, it goes in and it weighs, you know, six, seven, 800 pounds, and it comes out weighing three, four, 500 pounds, and it has to replenish all of that when it comes out. That's what our cells are thinking at the cellular level. And so when we overeat at Thanksgiving, we're triggering a response inside our body that we really do not want to trigger because it's not how we live our life. It's not how most of us live our life. If you're listening to this podcast, I pretty much tell you, you're not living your life that way because you have the technology and the means to be able to access this. So overeating at Thanksgiving is far more dangerous than actually what you're eating at Thanksgiving because of the response it triggers. Now, if you're obviously, if you're type two diabetic or, you know, any of those chronic illness issues going on, you want to stay away from sugar. You want to stay away from all those things. And so cutting back on how many pie pieces of pie you eat, all that kind of thing. That's usually important too. But simply going into that meal and saying, I need to be careful how much I eat. I need to be careful how much I eat the next day because I'm still in that mode. If I overeat on Thursday, how much I eat the next day changes how my body reacts. And so that's one of the reasons why a lot of people will get to Thanksgiving 
they'll overeat on Thanksgiving and then they'll throw everything out the door saying, oh, well, I've only got a month. It's only five weeks left in the year. I'll just wait till January 1st and start to take over my health again. I'm just going to throw it all out the window and we're just going to go eat whatever we want for these next five weeks because it's almost Christmas and it's almost the end of the year. And it doesn't really matter because I can't put on that much weight in that much time. So I'm just going to have fun and eat all the cookies and candy and Christmas treats and all the holiday stuff. Um, And what winds up happening is that you've triggered a response at Thanksgiving. And then by overeating sweets, sugary things, things that are naturally going to be stored as fat during that next five weeks is why you see people that start get to January 1st and like, oh my gosh, how did I gain five pounds? How did I gain eight pounds? How did I gain 10 pounds in five weeks? Sometimes it's more than that. How did I gain that much from there? It starts with that overeating response that you triggered of storing fat when you overeat at Thanksgiving. So go into Thanksgiving with this plan. Like I said, it's, it's, don't think of it as a cheat day. I did an episode on that before on, on I'm talking about cheat days. It's not a cheat day. Calling things a cheat day is the, the, or a cheat meal is the worst terminology you can possibly use. Decide that you're going to eat something and eat it. Whether it's good for you, bad for you, decide that you're going to eat it and eat it. You're not cheating anybody. Decide that you're going to eat it and eat it. If it's good for you, if it's bad for you, if it's poisonous, doesn't matter. You make a decision. That's what matters. Then make that decision. Keep your portions under control. That's the biggest piece of Thanksgiving. What I do when I go to our family Thanksgiving is typically you will see me grab the smallest plate I can find because I know I'm going to sit down and I'm going to turn into that little boy that wanted to eat and eat and eat and have seconds and have this and have that. And I'm going to see everybody else go up for seconds and I'm going to feel like I need to. So if I have a smaller plate to begin with, I'm winning the battle already because when I go back for seconds, now all I've done is gotten a normal size plate. Typically I won't go back for thirds. And so now I've controlled my portions simply by controlling the size of my plate. And if you don't believe that that works, go back and look at the size of the plates that people were using in the 1940s because people were a lot smaller. There was very little chronic disease when it comes to obesity-related, weight-related diseases. There was very little little concern with weight issues across the country, and the plate sizes were smaller because the portion sizes were smaller because people ate the proper amount for what they needed to get done. So, and if you're worried that you can't find a smaller plate wherever you're going, then put something on your, put your napkin on your plate so that you cover up half of it. Figure out something. You can figure out something, be creative as to why you're only going to put stuff on half the plate. Because once you fill the whole plate, it's very dangerous. becomes very dangerous because you'll trigger a response. And once you trigger that, 
you then have to take control of your life for the next, really it's 48 to 72 hours to be able to overcome that response. So it's better to not trigger it than to trigger it and try and overcome it. It's far better. So just stay away from triggering it. You're going to be all right. Everybody's going to be fine. You're going to feel a ton better. And if somebody makes fun of you, that's their problem, not yours. If somebody's asking you why you're not eating this, that, or the other thing, that's their problem, not yours. Because in three hours from the meal, when they're sacked out on the sofa and can't move and you're able to go do something, you just won the battle. It's not a battle with them. You won the battle with yourself and in your body. And you overcame something. You overcame the temptation to overeat at Thanksgiving meal. So, uh, and of course that works for any meal where you get together as a family, Christmas, Thanksgiving, birthday parties, you know, just a regular old Sunday meal, just depending on whatever it is where y'all get together as a family and have a meal. You've won the battle if you can do that. So, um, going into it, know your plan, know what you're going to do, map it out. Don't be too concerned about what you eat. Be more concerned about how much you eat. And if you can control that, like I said, you'll win the battle and you'll have a much better holiday experience with your family. Thanks for checking out the All in Health and Wellness Confidence Through Health podcast. Our goal is to use health as a conduit to help you reach your goals in life.